Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast. Now, coming up today, we will get all of the reaction to yesterday's Champions League draw with Manchester City and, of course, the weekend draw with Valencia. But first, Zidane has just concluded his press conference ahead of El Clasico, asked if he had any concerns or if there was anything to fear tomorrow. He said, I have no concerns. I'm not worried about anything. I'm happy. In fact, not just me, everybody. I remember he said, when I played, these are the games you live for. On the team's solidarity, he said, it's what we practice. We are together with energy, with enthusiasm, not just in playing, but in training as well. In a game, anything can happen. The important thing is that everybody is prepared. He continued, we know what this game is and the type of game it is going to be. It's against an opponent who is having a very good season. I hope we will see a very good football match. And then, uh, rather bizarrely, it seems, he said, I think the important thing isn't the results, but everybody sees a great game of football. On Gareth Bale, he said he is with us, he's training well, and tomorrow he will be prepared like everybody else. Is it possible, somebody asked, for him to actually enjoy this game? He said, whatever happens, I will enjoy El Clasico. We know who we're up against. We know they have Messi, but we have our weapons as well. He was asked on the political situation as well. He said, I'm not here for that. My job is about what happens on the field. We are only interested in football. Now, Leo Messi was also interviewed in the Madrid media today. He was asked if he was surprised at the criticism aimed at Zidane in the early days of this season. He replied, it's surprising how quickly people forget what has been achieved in the past. They demand it every day. Zidane, though, will have known this when he returned. What he won before meant absolutely nothing now. Well, let's look at the team comparisons, the tail of the tape then ahead of tomorrow's El Clasico. 16 games played by both teams. Barcelona scored 43 goals to Real Madrid's 33. It's a 2.7 goal per game average for Barcelona, 2.1 for Real Madrid. Uh, goals conceded, Barcelona 20 goals conceded so far, Real Madrid just 12. Average number of shots per game, well, a lot more by Real Madrid, 16.8, scoring less goals. Barcelona 12.6 shots per game in terms of possessional average this season, 61.1 for Barcelona, again ahead of Madrid's 56.8 in terms of pass completion ratios, both very much the same, 87.8 for Barcelona. 87.1 for Real Madrid. The amount of tackles put in per game, again, very similar. 15.3 for Barcelona, 15.6 for Real Madrid. In terms of discipline, 40 yellow cards for Barcelona, 29 for Real Madrid. Only three red cards for Barcelona, four for Real Madrid. And lastly, balls won in the air per game, 12.3 for Barcelona, 16.2 for Real Madrid. Now, 14 different goal scorers for Barcelona this season. Leo Messi, of course, leads the list on 12. Luis Suarez on 9. Griezmann, 6. And Vidal, 4. Real Madrid, 15 different goal scorers this season, but fairly unevenly spread. Benzema with 12 is the top scorer. And then it's Sergio Ramos on three who is the nearest to him. 13 different assist providers for Barcelona. Messi again leading that list on six 
with Griezmann behind on four. 13 different assist providers as well for Real Madrid. Benzema with five, Carvajal four and Luka Modric with four. All in all then, in the previous 214 meetings between the two, Barcelona have won 82, drawn 44, lost 87. Madrid last won in La Liga in Camp Nou back in April of 2016. They won by two goals to one. Pique actually gave Barcelona the lead before Benzema and Ronaldo's goals secured the victory. Both goals in the second half. Benzema's winner was very late as well, five minutes from time. Seven of the 11 that lined up for Real Madrid that day could start on Wednesday. A quick update on the injury front ahead of the final games of 2018. No good news for Marcelo. He will not be fit in time for El Clasico. James Rodriguez has returned to full training. Best news, though, for some is seeing Eden Hazard moving without crutches. He's back doing strength work in the gym. He's still, though, a couple of weeks away from joining in full training. Now, moving on to the reaction over the last 24 hours to the Champions League draw with Manchester City. Butragueño speaking said, Manchester City have invested a huge amount of money in recent years. But we, he said, are Real Madrid. We are ready to face anybody. They have a fantastic squad, but so do we. On Guardiola specifically, he said, yes, he is a great, great rival. But this isn't Real Madrid against Guardiola. Remember, we have an extreme talented coach as well. The response from Manchester City from Begiristan, he said a duel between the best coach in the world and Pep is always interesting. It's a difficult tie against a great team. We're encouraged by the fact that we are at home in the second leg. We want to be the best in this competition, so we have to eliminate the best. Now, of course, it isn't the first time that Guardiola has met Real Madrid in the Champions League. He beat Mourinho's Madrid in 2011, but not such great memories, remember, when he was with Bayern Munich, because there was that uh, very memorable 5-0 defeat for them. Uh, These two coaches, Guardiola and Zidane, have met just once in that International Champions Cup game, which City won by four goals to one. Brahim Diaz actually scored on that day. In total, Guardiola has faced Madrid 17 times and he has lost just four. The last three though were in a row, two with Bayern and one with Mourinho's Madrid. Now the press have been digging up some of the comments made by Guardiola about Real Madrid over the years. They get a lot of coverage. There has been plenty of them as well. There was the spat earlier on this year after Guardiola declared Real Madrid were not One of the best teams of the last decade, he said. Who are the best teams of the decade? Well, Juventus, Bayern Munich and Barcelona. Why? Because they've won their respective leagues. But there is the odd compliment that's been thrown in there as well over the time. Madrid, he said once, are something special and always a strong rival. And he concluded, Madrid never really play badly. I admire their consistency to be up there year after year. Moving on then, time to round up some of the transfer rumour and speculation currently circulating in the press. Beginning in France, L'Equipe today reporting Real Madrid are preparing to sign Camavinga. Ren, though they say, are holding out for a fee of around 100 million for the talented 17-year-old who just a few months ago was valued by Ren at 60 million.
Now, moving on to Neymar, he granted an interview to France Football Magazine this week on PSG. He said, well, why would I want to leave here? I have two years of my contract left. The team are progressing well this season. The goal is to win Champions League. My priority is PSG. On separating the fictional Neymar, what everybody reads about in the press, and the real one, he said, well, very few people know the real Neymar. My parents, maybe, and my friends are the only ones. The real Neymar is peaceful, very happy. He's somebody who likes to be with family and friends. On Messi, he said, it was an honour to play alongside him. He is my friend, and I will always love him. Now, has the fear of facing Manchester City's forward line concentrated the minds of Madrid on defensive reinforcement? Well, Koulibaly's name back in the media spotlight again today. His desire to leave is known. Madrid is said will try to tempt in January with a 70 million offer for him. Plus, James Rodriguez going in the opposite direction and also back in the headlines as a potential option after the goal struggles again at the weekend. Marcus Rashford at Manchester United. What would it take to turn his head? Well, speculators believe it could be the 13 million per season being dangled in front of him and 100 million pounds for Manchester. Manchester United again looks unlikely, but with the potential acquisition of Erling Haaland, should he arrive at Old Trafford, well, that might change the narrative. Now, after pulling Vanderbeek out of a post-match press conference last week following their exit from Champions League, the player is remaining resolute, as indeed are Ajax, that he won't be moving in January. The agreement in principle that they have to take him to Bernabeu for £50 million next summer will be next summer. Marcelo's future is again being discussed. He has always vehemently insisted that he will remain at Real Madrid and he will retire at Real Madrid. But a window of opportunity to sign for Juventus may be fast approaching again. Remember the return of Hakimi in the summer and Mendy's emergence as well. Well, Marcelo's future once again looking uncertain for some. Now, it seems like that 1-1 draw with Valencia was days ago as opposed to a day and a half ago when it took that injury time equaliser from Benzema to thwart Valencia when it looked as if it was going to be one of those days when even with over 64% possession and 19 chances created, it wasn't going to be enough. Now, some did question the selection, which didn't include Casemiro, but Guenio's view after the game, he said... Well, we had more than enough chances to win this game. It was an opportunity missed. Zidane's response to questions on Casemiro. He said he has played a lot of games this season and done a lot of travelling internationally. I'm happy with what we did as a team without him. Hero of the hour yet again, Karim Benzema. He said, I want to win this league. I've got a lot of confidence in myself at the moment, but the help of my teammates is going to be key to all of our successes. And finally, today, words on Tony Cruz and that incredible contribution in that game against Valencia. 
97.2% uh, pass completion rate. It is quite incredible. It is a record for the season so far. 105 successful passes from 108 made. It's a staggering level of consistency. Now, remember, it was just a few months ago that a poll suggested that 64% of fans wanted him to leave the club. How times change. And that then just about wraps it up for today. We will be back later in the week to look over the result of El Clasico and ahead to the final game of 2019 against Athletic Bilbao at the weekend. Don't forget you can catch up with all of the previous episodes of this website and there's about 128 of them now over at that website www.realmadridpodcast.com or via iTunes, Google, Spotify or Stitcher. Enjoy El Clasico until later in the week from me, Tim Cable. Bye-bye for now.